Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Good morning, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Good. I uh, I spent too much time seated yesterday. My hips are killing me. Really? How yeah. long was, um, do you have any layovers? No, the flight was only three hours, but we woke up at 3 a.m. to drive five hours oh. to the airport. Why didn't you fly out of where you so were? you like flying out of St. Cloud. What? Allegiant flies what only out of St. Cloud and only into Fort Myers. Oh, okay. Allegiant doesn't fly into right. Key West or Miami. Got it. And so, um, and so that was it. When we, were, when we were setting up the trip, I love that my daughter just dropped us off at the airport, and it takes about eight minutes to get through all security and everything at the St. Cloud airport. Yeah. And I don't mind flying Allegiant. And then, uh, and so the first night, basically, we got into Fort Myers, drove to Miami, slept there. Yeah. And then the next day, top down, chrome spinning, three-hour ride all the way down to Key West. It was perfect. And then, uh, but yesterday, that getting up at three, driving five hours, putting gas in the car right before you drop it back off with your Turo driver, and then... Sitting there and waiting. I mean, it's just, it, it was five hours of a drive, three hours of this, and then... The day of travel uh, is yeah. pretty exhausting. But it was a good trip. So, what happened around here? Anything fun? Other than the Vikings crapping the bed? Hey, it saved us $104. Yes, it did. Uh, no, aside from that, just kind of like jam-packed everything that I would normally do on a day off. So, brought Liam to school. That was lovely. Uh, went and tried out the new coffee place in town. What else? We skied on Friday. That was a lot of fun. Good day for it, huh? We went and got all-you-can-eat sushi yesterday. Got some new throw pillows for my couch. Where'd you get all-you-can-eat sushi? It's called Kyoto, down by where my mom lives. And uh, it is incredible. It's like you just order everything. But then you can't because then they'll charge you more. So you have to just kind of know what your you body can handle. what's on your plate, and then it's all you can eat. And they just keep bringing food. Nice. Yeah, it's awesome. And then went to Snowcross at Canterbury where yeah. they're courting my sister's company. And when they want you to spend money with them, we were treated like kings. It was crazy. They brought us down onto the track. Like the snow was hitting our face. Awesome. He was like, excuse me, peasants. Hmm. I'm bringing some important people through. So the boys were super impressed and uh, got to see the press box area. They brought us up there. So it was a lot of fun. All right. In sports, even though the Vikings crapped the bed and didn't make the playoffs, they did not beat the Giants. Giants beat them 31 to 24. There was still kind of a cool moment that happened. Uh, the wild card game be- uh, between was it Baltimore and Cincinnati. As a lineman, this is your dream. This is incredible. Listen At to this. the 30, the 20, he will score. One of the longest plays in terms of a return in playoff history. A fumble scoop with a lineman bumbling, stumbling 80-some yards. It is awesome to see that stuff. I think my favorite part was they go to him and he has the oxygen on because he's <laughs> such a big guy. <laughs> and he's like, I need some oxygen. I just ran this many yards. The shock please. and all of it. That guy will never forget that minute for the rest of his life. More history being made with the Miss Universe, Miss USA pageants being owned by the same people. This is kind of, um, they're looking at it as a possible scandal, but I don't know who votes. Who votes for... We have judges. And that's it, Yeah, right? It's not like the public or anything like that. Arbany Gabriel, she was uh, Miss Universe. Now she's Miss USA. So. Is that the other way around? Well, don't, yes. You're right? right, you're Miss, Miss USA, USA, USA and Miss Universe. The new Miss Universe is USA! Yeah! 
what I don't like about that is she's not USA. They should be announcing her name there. Yes, I agree. From with you. the United States of America. Yeah. It could be Jenny Schmidt from I Finland. Know. You know what I mean? Like, I hate that they're kind of boiled down to their country. Not but saying it was rigged because she's very well-spoken, poised, beautiful, exactly what you would want a, a pageant winner to be. She's hideous. She's hard to look at. She just, must be pretty smart. Just ooglet. <laughs> Got an awesome text last night, and it's weird to know that your good friend is going to be doing it all week because <laughs> she texted us a picture of her. She uh, went and bought some fertility boxes and... What's in a um, fertility box? So I did this when we were planning our family. So we got married and then we wanted to wait three months for Then we had our reception. And I said, right after that, we're going at it. We're going to make this kid. And luckily for us, we're very lucky people. Uh, did it on the first try. But I remember telling Derek, I'm like, I'm going to be a little lame about this. And I'm going to make sure that we're not wasting our time. Just doing it to do it because picked it up and you pee on it just like you normally would. And then it tells you, it gives you like a, a color to match. And it says, you you are very fertile. Get going with it. And my friend Jen is uh, has been trying for six years. She's been pregnant twice. Sadly lost both very early on. And um, it's just been like really, it's been a long journey. That, for that's all she thinks about. She and her husband. Every single time. I feel, I feel emotional even talking about it because I remember one time. She was like about 10 weeks along and um, she had started telling people and you already have the color of the baby room picked out and and you're just like, you're telling people and you're so excited and then it didn't happen. And so now she texted us a picture. So we all sent her the good vibes and have fun this week. Have a great time. We won't call you this week because we don't want to interrupt anything. But I want to know who's currently trying to get pregnant right now. And we can send you those good vibes because you put it out there to the universe and uh, it could happen. You never know. But maybe they're doing it right now. Maybe I don't. Let's call her. You're the Are worst you- friend. Of the- You're the worst friend. <laughs> of the world. Not only can I call you to interrupt sexy time, but hey, you know what? You know, those couple hundred thousand people we talk to every day. Yeah. I'm going to tell them all you're trying to get pregnant. Beth, I know you're not trying right now, but you guys tried for seven years. If I got this right, and you got a couple little wins into uh, not even little wins, big wins in 2022. Um, first thing in February, my baby was born. Nice. And uh, it's something we've been trying for for 12 years. And so it was really oh, wow. a miracle. Oh. Longer, sorry. And then the second thing was she was actually born with uh, SMA, which is spinal muscular atrophy. Okay. And we were able to get a treatment for her that is as close to a cure as we can get. Amazing. And that happened, I think, in March. All right. So it was a really great year. Yeah. yeah. That. After 12 years, yeah. having that happen has got to be just I can't even imagine those emotions. That is a special baby right there. So right now you're trying and you're doing what? What's the, uh, I mean, other than doing it. Yeah. Just know that you're not alone. There's so many couples that are are trying. And why don't you shout yourself out so we can at least put good juju out there for you. Over the weekend, well, actually, uh, rewind, I don't know, maybe six, seven months. I get this call from my sister and her boyfriend's on the phone with her. I'm like, what is this? And I thought, I thought she got knocked up. Mm. That's not in her plans, though, is it? No. But no one ever really plans, do they? Some do. 
and then some follow that plan, and then some don't. And I I'm go, sure she go, hey, has Tanya, thought about it. What's up? And she's like, well, Tim's on the other line. I go, okay, hi, Tim. And this is a guy that I'd met three, four times maybe. Yep. She goes, we're getting married. I'm like, sure. oh, congratulations. That's so cool, right? And uh, and and I think it's I think it's a phenomenal feat when you can find somebody you genuinely like and want to spend time with and want to grow old with and 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 they do something for you. Now, here's why I know they didn't enter into it lightly. It's both of their second marriages. Yeah. They both have kids. So all of a sudden, I got this giant blended family. And my sister, when she got divorced, she's like, I don't even know if I'm ever going to date again, right? Like, she was just done with it. And I think most people that probably go through a, a rough patch in their marriage and, and end up divorced are probably the same way for a while. But yeah. she's like, hey, we're going to get married. Here's the date we're thinking about. I'm like, cool, we'll get it on the calendar. And she goes, but what we wanted to ask is, would you officiate the wedding? And I was like, of course I will do this. I'd never done one before, right? She's like, uh, I found the website. You just got to go on here, ding 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 and it's about 15 minutes, and you're done. I mean, it's very little effort to become somebody who can marry somebody in this country. That's scary. Uh, and I said, okay, cool. So I take the thing, I get the certificate, and it was uh, over the weekend, right? And we're standing on the beach, and... Over the the holidays, my sister kept kind of asking, like, um, what's it about? What's the, what are you going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? What are yeah. you going to talk about? First thing that I've never seen before at a wedding, they have a wine box. You know what this is? Um, no. In a box, they each wrote a letter to each other. And on the day they got married, they each put that letter unread in the wine box. Mm-hmm. It's got a bottle of wine. It's got a corkscrew. It's got two glasses. And... On their first anniversary, they open it. They read their letters to each other. Oh, nice. Which is supposed to, your letters are supposed to be about what you hope for for your first year of marriage. Yeah. Right? They drink the bottle of wine, and then they add another letter every year. So when they hit their 20th anniversary, they sit down with another bottle of wine, and they sort through all, what all their hopes and dreams were the day they got married yeah. to their 10th anniversary. And because life changes so much in a year. And so that was cool. That's very so I, I thought that was neat. So I talked about that, and then uh, and then I had to do my little thing before they did their vows that they wrote for the, each other, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, my thing was about not how much money you have. The first thing I did though is I asked everybody there. I'm like, who's got at least a hundred bucks on them? Yeah. Who's got two, three, four? Some people had like five hundred dollars cash on them, and I'm like, well, I know who to rob after the ceremony. This is great. Thank right. you guys, right? And and I just went into, hey, we all do this thing where we want a nice house and clothes and cars. And retirement, and maybe a boat, and maybe an airplane, and maybe another house, and all this stuff. And I said, all that is cool, but I want your happiness to use the currency of smiles moving forward. And I said, what a poet. Yeah, it it was pretty good, man. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) Who'd you rob that from, from Google? I legitimately thought about it one day at the gym. You did? I swear to God, this was an original thought. And I've always said, I've said for years, if you steal from me, you stole twice. Yeah. I usually can take somebody else's idea, make it mine, and sell it pretty well. Currency of smiles. Yeah, I said okay. your, your your happiness currency is smiles. Oh. And and I said, uh, here's the thing. If you take a smile away from someone, uh-huh. that is worth like 50 smiles. Like you got to make sure you're not taking someone's smile away. But why every day can't you add to their currency? You can be rich on smiles. And and here was my equation at the end. And tell me whether you like this or not. Stop. Yeah. You're you are the most heartless <laughs> jerk face. What for the motions you're making with your right hand? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Here here was the one that I thought was good. I want you to have silly smiles and silly currency, and then when the hourglass with almost 
no sand is getting to the end of our lives. Yeah. I want you to still go if there's grains of sand in there. Uh-huh. That's silly sand, and I'm going to smile before it's all over. Are you tearing up right now? No, I'm not Because that's up. actually quite beautiful. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. And uh, and so that was it. That was uh, so I'm, I'm in. And, and listen, I know after hearing this, you're probably going, I would like him to marry me. Listen, I'm not doing any more of these. If my kids one day say they maybe want to or something like that, or I have yeah. another friend, maybe. But I'm not open for business. I'm not trying to make this a money making thing. Uh, but it was pretty cool. It was like a 30 minute wedding on the beach. Yeah. And then pictures and then off to dinner. It was it was abbreviated. It was cool. Everybody got what they want out of it. It was pretty dope. Well, I love that I could hire you since you were tacky enough as I walked down the aisle to throw out your, um, oh. I give it six months. Yeah. Well, I gave my sister only three months here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, that makes I mean, more sense. I, no, and I said, and I told her, I said, I'll do your next wedding. Too. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, find a lot of humor in that. <laughs> your, your, um, your words of wisdom about, you know, happiness and currency and smiles and all that jazz. You can only say that to rich people. You understand that? Like if they were poor, it wouldn't be as I think it would mean cute. more to poor people because then they're like, oh, I don't have to make that much money and I can be happy. No, you're saying this to a surgeon who has money. So now he's like, mm, you know, we'll just uh, smile all the time and everything will be okay. So, well, congratulations, Here's what Tanya. I know. Real quick, real quick, <laughs> as you're listening, yes or no, too sappy, too stupid, or pretty okay? Morning, I'm JJ Katz here as well. Hey, Amy, what's up? I'm listening to your stream. I'm in Montana. Nice. Montana. All right. Not nice. Oh. Hey. This is how I got dumped. I'm in Montana. For what reason, though? What I are you out there out, for? I moved out here for my boyfriend, and um, everything was going to be awesome, and we were going to kind of live off grid and all that other fun stuff. And I stopped by his office yesterday because I don't have a job yet. I've only been here a week. Oh, God. And I found him and his coworker all snuggled up in the break oh. room. And I mean snuggled. A week after you so, move out there. So do you think... I'm has- in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that that has to be up there with one of the worst ways to get dumped. You got you move all that way. Montana in the winter and you don't Montana. know what to do. Yeah, come back to us, no. girl. No, maybe a bear will eat me. Thank God for the web stream. Remember, you can listen any time. I mean, would you ever? I don't know if I'd move for someone unless I had the ring. I was this close. You know I was. I was this close to moving to Las Vegas when I found out. Thankfully, I'm not like you because I found out that the girl that helped him move out, like, what's wrong with me? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. She can help you move across the country. And then found out that they were getting together. They were getting busy. En route. To Las Vegas. And then I still said, sure, I'll marry Imagine you. if you'd have moved all the way out there. You'd have quit your job. You'd have moved out there. Were your, were your Was your family telling you, hey, stupid, wise up? No one they told were ruling me anything. Isn't that weird? No one said anything to me. I was just like telling them what was going on. And they were like, okay, it's your life. That's got to be the worst, especially moving to a place that has nothing. Like yeah. If, you, if you're into this, like you want to live big sky country. Great. But now what do you do? You don't, you moved there for him. I know. He has a job. Now you got to start over. I would just come back. All right. I would just come back. You're only a week removed. I would just move. Real quick. Has anybody else been through something like this? You moved to another country, at least another state. You just moved. And then all of a sudden you go to surprise him. And he's snuggled up with someone else. Oh, my God. Are you concerned about this because Liam is this age or? I just think in 
however many days, it's like, you know, 200 days from now, maybe a little bit more, he's going to be in middle school. It's so, isn't it weird for me to say I, I will have a middle schooler? Are you concerned about his so uh, the way he's going to adapt? No, not at all. Seems he, pretty. He's with it. Mainstreamy, like yep. he's got friends on all sorts of different kind of friends, and he's an accepting kid, which I've always really, really uh, liked about him. He doesn't seem to run too hot or too cold. I am absolutely not worried about him whatsoever because he. One thing we've always hammered home: be nice to everybody. Like you never know. Who needs that kindness? And so he is always nice to everybody. And um, I, I think his class right now, and I was talking to another uh, person on Friday about it. They're like, I, I agree. This class is just a nice group of kids. Like you only ever really hear about drama with just a couple of kids. And and last year, the kids that were in fifth grade last year, I guess were the girls were just nonstop drama. Okay. So I don't know if it skips uh, classes or what. But my friend has a child in sixth grade right now, and it's like all about the sex and like the sexual talk and stuff like that. I don't remember that. I don't remember my friend group or even the the uber popular kids. And I was like just in there. You know what I mean? Like I hung out with everybody and I don't remember that stuff happening. And then you go home and watch Maury and kids are on there that are getting with each other at school. I wouldn't even know where to go to get with somebody at school. I was so far away from having sex in sixth grade. Sixth grade is when I started really getting beat up a lot. Yeah. Like, and then in seventh grade is when I really started getting my ass kicked every day by the kids in high school. Yeah. That's so I, I boy that you would have had, you would have had to have had the lowest self-esteem to even present yourself as an option for me to have any kind of intimacy with when I was in sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. I want, I want people to call in with middle school stories. Like what's the craziest thing that happened in, in middle school? We had someone text. I'm not going to say she, your name. She's on right now. Oh, she is. Yeah. <gasps> hey, I know we're not going to say your name, and but don't I'm really say grateful. What I'm really grateful you call, but how old is your middle schooler? Uh, my middle schooler is 11 and, and what's going on? So my middle schoolers, so both of them, my fifth grader, um, there's alcohol going around in their tea. Oh my God. And, and then my eighth grader is there's got a lot of, um, drugs actually going around in their team also. Wow. So when you say drugs yeah. and I, I don't want to downplay any drugs, obviously kids aren't supposed to be doing anything, but are you talking like, are you talking pills? Are you talking weed? Are you, ta- you know, what, what kind of drugs do you say? So there's pills and then there's also, um, the wonderful, um, what is that stuff called? Vaping? So like that too. Yes. So, I mean, it's been, it, it's pretty bad. <laughs> and what, and booze, are, uh, is this booze you think that they're stealing from mom and dad or are they getting older kids to buy it from oh, yeah. them? Oh no, it's for mom and dad. But fifth grade, doesn't um, your heart just break that? They think about yeah. that. And my two kids are just the sweetest boys, and they know, like, we've talked to them about it, and they stay away from any kind of stuff like that. Yeah. So, which is good. But, it, but it's floating it's around out there. Like, how about the parents that haven't had that conversation yet? Those kids are so susceptible to get, you know, this is the, the start of their freedom life, you know? 
Uh, it's just heartbreaking to see those other kids doing that and stealing from their parents. And it's so when I'm you get my head. when you get knowledge of this, when you find out your kid comes home, he's like this fifth grader is passing around alcohol to our team. What do you do with that knowledge? Um, well, I call the school and yeah. let the principal know, and just and then they. Um, when you call the school, does the principal then, give you the indication that you're not the first to call about something like this? Um, no, because they technically can't. Oh, but they don't hint. I mean, I'm just I'm not saying, hey, yeah, yeah, you're the 15th person. But does it seem like it's like, yep, I've heard this before. I know we're working on it. Do you get that kind of a response? Uh, no. Okay, well, good. I would love for a surprise response, like, oh, man, we didn't know that that was happening. But there's a, there. you know, we always have conversations, like, watch your bobber, stuff like that. This is everyone's bobber. Like, I, you need to let yep. everybody know. Not the child's name, because yep. that's terrible, but. Yep. Do you remember being that age? I can't even, I can't even fathom thinking about stealing booze from my parents at that age. Oh, gosh, no. That, no. If I did that, I would have had a belt across my butt. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, right now, like like I said, I have a son in, in high school, and he's like, Dad, if I wanted to get a handful of Adderall or weed or anything else, it would be no problem anytime I wanted to. And I'm not saying this is at school. I'm saying this is like, and what we don't realize is, depending on where your kids go to school, you got to remember through social media, they know 700 other kids that don't go to that school. Yeah, You know, and, and they're in yep. contact with all those kids. For our kids to have any of that stuff readily available to them right now, and I think you, obviously you're doing the right thing. You're starting at home saying, listen, guys, this is what we expect from you. This is a conversation Ooh. I always have with Liam. He may be in fifth grade. He's 10, but I'm like, you never know. Look how hard you work at your sports and how hard you work at your schooling. All it takes is for one kid to have evidence that you are even asking about something and like that. And I sit cats down, uh, cat's son down all the time, and I'm like, look, you don't want to turn into your mom, right? You don't want to end up doing what she's she doing for a shows. living. You don't want to <laughs> end up disappointing your family like this. You can do better. we got to set our sights a little bit higher. And, uh, and so far it seems to be working because he has okay. no interest in Me. doing this. So, But, hey, thanks for sharing with us. Yep, Have a great morning. What would you do if Liam came home today and said, Mom, I could get a handful of pills if I wanted to? Um, I would love if he spoke to me like that because uh, that is what I dream of our relationship being. So that's what it's like right now. And if we can keep going with that, it would just be a dream of mine for him to just always tell me everything. Uh, this text came in. She can't call. She's at work or he. There are kids at the middle school that my sister goes to that are dealing weed pens and vapes and they stash them in tampon boxes so they're getting sneaky i think you're a fool if you don't think your kids are exposed to this i was just my jaw was on the floor when my friend was telling me all the stuff that they talk about and how mean they are to each other it's just it's wild that's the the, a little bit listen i'm for sure never going to condone violence but part of the problem is is a lot of these kids have never been in a scuffle and therefore, they don't know what to be afraid of. You know what I mean? Like, you can have a giant big mouth because you've never had it closed for you. And that's part of the way our society is right now. I just can't with the social media, too. It's, it's crazy. Like so mean. Cat had mentioned to me earlier something, like as Reza were getting the show started, about should the police step in? Should the Facebook police step in? And now I'm just kind of catching a glimpse of she's replaying 
the message is, and she used the term, this guy went off the pier. So tell everybody what this is. This is sensational. I'm going to be very, very vague because it does involve some people around here. But now, okay, so I watched this video that came on my timeline last night. We were watching 90 Day Fiance. It was commercials. And so I'm looking at it and I start, I turn the volume on and he's talking about how there's this big conspiracy in town where people are taking life insurance policies out on people and then killing them off to collect that money. And he's telling everybody that God is telling him to call these people out by name. And then everybody is pleading for him, like under these videos and comments and he's naming names and they're like, stay off social media. Please get the help you need. Somebody take this man's phone away. And I'm wondering this when does it get too crazy where Facebook does step in and stop this? Because it is not good. And then so I watch it and then I hear bing and I get a private message and he just calls me a murderer. And this, this is what I get. So I had conversed with him when my remodel was getting done. So he must have just been like. Okay, back then, but then, okay. So this is a this is a conversation you had with him a uh, long time ago, almost a year, eleven months ago. Yeah, and he was just about, asking how my right. remodel was going. Don't and don't your no, no, your last comment to him was nice. Well, good luck. Yeah. Fast forward eleven months, he just texts you the word <laughs> murderer. Murderer. And so I um unfriend him. Yeah, yeah. And I block call. him right away because I'm not gonna deal with that stuff. But I wonder, like. Do we know the rules with that? Why is nobody like report? They, I'm sure people have been reporting them because he's using full first and last name. Here's the, uh, here's, this is such a dangerous situation because you can't stamp out someone's first amendment rights to some free speech here. You can when you are slinging people's names through the mud without evidence. So that's a defamation thing. These are dangerous claims saying that all these people and myself in his mind included, are taking life insurance policies. And mental health is a big deal. I completely understand mental health is a serious thing. But so in your expert opinion, listen, I, I, for, for sure not experts. We didn't, we're not clinically uh, trained in this. I'd like to think that we have a little bit more experience than most people because of the amount of people we deal with mm-hmm. like on a yearly basis but w- would you in an untrained opinion think that he's suffering from some kind of a mental disorder i i believe so i think people of sound mind know for the most part right and wrong when it comes to including people's then names the goal and here businesses. would be to help right to help him and right? that's what like some it, people are saying. Yeah. Call me. I want to help you. Where are you? What's going on? Stuff like I that. I see more like, of that now. I think that's good. I see more instead of people going, "Dude, you're crazy." Yeah. I see people going, "Hey, give me a call. I think I can help you." Like more, more people seem willing to take the first step towards getting someone some help versus just calling them out. Yeah, but I mean, I got that message last night. I was like, "Oh." So, so what? What did you do? I just unfriended him, and I, I don't know the man. I don't, I don't know how to help somebody like that unless I were to just shoot him a, an email or a link to a mental health website, but I don't know. I I personally did not want to get involved. I don't know him, but he has people that know him and are 
Right. That's a friends and family thing, I think. Yeah. If, if you know that they have friends and family, I mean, far be it for you to say, hey, you don't really know me. Maybe you listen to my radio show, but I can't. It's tough. I don't want to get involved in that stuff. That's that's some dangerous stuff right there. If I were to write back and he is screenshotted. To be so or- far into a theory that you're going to start calling members of the media murderers. Yeah. That's a little tricky on it that one. It spooked me a little bit, but I just started thinking, like, when do you feel Facebook should get involved? You know, like, to just black out that page for a while? Maybe you have to. It's kind of to amazing how and I, the only thing I can really equate it to right now mentally is uh, is when people were saying, get your shot, don't get your shot, and how it, it, misinformation at one point could get you kicked off a social media platform. But accusing people of murder doesn't. Isn't that a little weird? Well, yeah, when you bring names into it. Like, it's an opinion if you should get your COVID shot or not. That's an opinion. And how you feel about people, that's an opinion. But if you said, my boss, so-and-so, made me get this, and now I feel like I'm going to die any day now, that's another Wrongfully thing. accusing a bunch of people for being murderers, though, that's kind of next Isn't step stuff. It's well, listen, strange. after I've heard all of this, my only opinion is I'm glad it's you and not me. That's it. Yeah. Listen, if you guys are looking to get into this kind of stuff. I gave him your address. You're into some conspiracy theories or whatever. Cat on Facebook is where you need to start. Justin Bieber, he joined the Kid Leroy kind of on stage. So he was like on the stairs leading up to the stage, letting the Kid Leroy have his moment. Right. But they have their hit stay. And I think, you know, Justin has so many more hits under his belt than Kid Leroy does that. He doesn't have time to remember the words. Comes unraveled. He got there though. Kind of like the Swedish chef there. <laughs> I don't want it. Boing, he boing, found boing. his way back. He knew he just had to get the bridge, and then he was going to get there. That's true talent, though. He does sound pretty phenomenal still. A 20-plus-year-old Chuck E. Cheese commercial. It's gone viral because someone was like, hey, is that Nick Jonas? The national commercial was Chuck E. Cheese, and I got it, and I got to do this cool thing where I'm sitting on, like, the ski ball, and I threw it behind my back, and it went up and went into the, the thing. We did the first shot, and I actually got it in because they were going to, like, CGI it. And uh, I got a high five from the director and from Chuck Chucky Cheese himself, and they gave me a thousand tokens. (laughs) That's what he remembers about it. There you go. You know, Derek did, oh my God, was it Macy's? It was, has he ever told you the story? He did a mattress ad for a newspaper, and I think it was Macy's. When he was a little kid or when he was an adult? Oh, Sears. It was Sears mattresses, and he was five years old. And it's somebody shooting from above. So he's like this little five-year-old child. And he got royalties up until his mid-20s from this ad. How crazy. Like, what do you mean royalties? Like four cents a year he'd get a check He would just get like a that? couple of dollars a year. But that's amazing. That's his claim to fame. He always talks about it. So that he didn't just say anything or do anything. He just laid on a mattress. Yeah. That's and his... you don't even have to say or do anything for him to bring it up. <laughs> he just, he <laughs> I can't believe I've it up. known him this yeah. long. I've never heard about this. All right. So Kanye West reportedly tied the knot with Miss Bianca Sensori. So she's from Australia. She's worked for the Yeezy Company as an architect since 2020. And um, I guess they unofficially got hitched. It is not legally binding. The outlet says no certificate. 
certificate has been filed with the government, at least not yet. So that rumored wedding's likely more about showing commitment to one another than actually becoming husband and wife. Embarrassing. I just say there are women out there. Sometimes they are the ones that show us what men are all about. You know, they're kind of like the the path pavers. And sometimes you just have to say, wow, he did that to her. He probably will do it to me. But maybe she's one of the women that are like, I'm going to change him. Blowing out their candles today, Aliyah would have been 44. Kate Moss is 49. And singer Sade, one of my favorites, 64 today. Have you ever had a job where you pretended to work really hard because either you hated your job or you just didn't think it was really... There- I always think of the the conversation. We've all seen Office Space, right? Yeah. Where the guy goes, hey, if I work harder and Inatech ships a couple extra units, what's in it for me? I'm only going to work as hard as I can to not get fired. As an employer, that is the worst case scenario. That's a bad part. No, no, no. That's bad management then. That's what I'm saying. If like You got- don't want your employees to be feeling that way. It's just going to spread. Have you ever had the job then that you pretended to work hard <laughs> And you didn't even come close to it. I was so brilliant at what I did to look so busy. People would actually walk by and comment as to how good of a job I was doing, even though it was such mindless work. What was this job? It was at Rainforest. So it was in between when I was a tour guide, which is who sits in that big elephant up front. Okay. What do you mean tour guide? What do you just Tour guide, I bring them to their table. The tour. You give them a tour. You have to bring them around the whole restaurant because each part of the restaurant has a different like theme. You have the elephant room. You have the gorilla room. You have where the the rainstorm goes off. And so you give them the tour. You sit them down. You say your server will be right with you. So it was in between that job and my server job. And I was just kind of in limbo. I'm like, listen, put me in coach. I'm ready to make some money. And they're like, no, we don't have any openings yet. And so I'm like, all right, put me in the back storage closet, which was a mess, by the way. That's where they keep all of their souvenir cups that they upsell you on with the heads oh, of cha-cha, the yeah, green yeah, tree yeah. frog. And so I would sit there and I would just make it look immaculate. Okay. And the managers would always just be like, wow, you are just incredible back here. This looks so fantastic. And I would just have music on doing nothing, but I would look so good at doing nothing. So that was it. How much? Do you think you stole from that company by not actually working? Um, I don't know. Probably four hours a shift every four day. Four hours a shift for, <laughs> so you're thinking for, probably 20 hours a week for how long? That was that was about four months of my life. So 20 hours a week. So you stole 80 hours, two full weeks of salary from these people. <laughs> if you wanted to do the math, yeah. Well, here's the probably. reason I'm doing the math. This woman who was an accountant in Canada, she sued their company. She got canned, mm-hmm. all right? She sued their company for $5,000 for wrongful termination. They turn around and started counting her hours in the work she did and countersued him that they, uh, she owed them money. They said she was fired for time thievery, time theft while working from home, basically not working the hours she said she was. Like when you go take your dog for a walk or yeah. you're working at home and you watch TV or make dinner or drop your kids off at school and stuff like that. They figured out and countersued her and won. Wow. She owes them $2,000 in wages because the software caught her pretending to work when she wasn't. This is a great example for all you quiet quitters out there. We talk about how it's just kind of like, I don't know, 
it shows character. It shows lack of character to quiet quit. If you don't want to work there, don't work there. Did you know they had software that could see whether or not you were actually working though? Yes, because when I went out for my 30th to where did I, well, I went to LA and my friend Carolyn, she works for drug companies all over the country. And she had this little laptop from work that every, every, I don't know, 15 minutes, she'd have to go wiggle the mouse pad. That's what it is. So we'd be having our drinks and like out by the pool and she'd have to bring it out by the pool. And one of us would have to wiggle (laughs) the mouse pad because we were out there for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So she was working Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Friday. so wiggle, wiggle. Each of us like took an hour. I'm like, all right, I'll go wiggle the mouse. You're an sounds now. awful, but yeah. <laughs> the Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5:30 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.